0: I we'd like to talk about a, a very sensitive and important topic, which is how much we need to be careful and what, I guess, perhaps can we be lenient on our Jewish identification when, when in concern of pikuach nefesh, when in concern of potential uh, danger, real danger, when there's uh, you know, anti-Semitism, particularly with what's going on in Israel, to what extent does a person have to, um, you know, uh, show or when can they maybe be lenient in hiding their Jewishness? So um, the question I saw once asked to Rabbi Yaakov Aril from Ramat Gan, Rabbi er over there, asked, does, what's the halachas of a person? There was actually talking about an Israeli going to chutzar, what should they be lenient upon in order to be on the safe side and he answered very you know short and to the point pithy that there's no halal that you can give absolute uh, for every you know for, for this such a halakha everything depends on the place and the time and the uh, circumstances and the the security matters so everything has to be evaluated we can't just say oh when you go here this is what you should do and this is it all depends um, of course, there are some places that we could say are more hostile towards Jewish things as a general rule, and there are some places that are in between, and many most places are are fine and, and no problems or very little in general. But uh, it's something that can come up even from time to time, particularly during the times when there's you know wars and the like with Israel. Um, so let's let's start with uh, what is brought down in Yoredea. Yoridea is simon nun zayin. Uh, So in, in that simon, talks about, you know, that there are three cardinal sins that a person cannot transgress, which are uh, avod azars, idolatry, gilia rice, immorality, and shri murder. You cannot transgress any of those things. And Yareg Valyavra, a person should rather be killed than transgress them. There are cases where a person... Um, um, is, is put is let's say um, there's a decree against the Jewish people, or let's say they tell it, the person to um, transgress this mitzvah or, or, or do this act in front of ten Jews, and they have to commit kiddush Hashem and the like. I won't I won't really elaborate on that, but I would like to address the following question: If a person let's let's say asked, "Are you Jewish?", and the assumption of the question is they want to know you know they want to know because they would potentially uh, threaten or harm or what is the answer a person must give do they have to actually uh, you know yes i am what are you going to do you know I, what what extent do they, how how do they need to answer it? so shakharah seems to give a clear cut answer it's in that same simin kuvnun zain Siv base the shakharah reads it's forbidden for a Jew to say that he's an idolater in order that they shouldn't kill him. Now, the wording, if the Shulchanach is exact, without it having some sort of edited word which was put in afterwards, not with the intent of what the Shulchan wrote, says you shouldn't say you're an idolater. When we look in the tour, Tours where the Shochanah was really uh, taken from first, you know, the, from the Balatour. So, so, he says, Asr l'adam shu goi. He doesn't use the word Havikacham. He says it's forbidden for a person to say that he's a goy, in order that he shouldn't be killed. And then it says a reason: the shoymer shugoi, because when a person says that he's a goy, he's la he's admitting to their false religion. The and he is denying the iker meaning the main, you know, the fundamentals of our religion. And this is basically taken from the Rosh in the second parak of Avodazar. Okay, so now that brings us to the question. So if I, if a person asks me, am I Jewish?" If I, if I, I could say yes, and this thing probably just that would be the best to say, right? But if I felt intimidated or threatened, and I don't want to, you know, maybe get them to potentially try to start up with me, threaten me. So the r- seems from the tour, the problem is only that if I, by saying that I'm a goy, I'm going to be admitting to their religion that I can't do. And, and I'm denying Hashem's faith. So that is not allowed. What if the reason that I would say I'm not, if I was, are you judah? I said no, and I wasn't saying it to imply that I'm accepting any other religion. I'm not saying what religion I am, but I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, leave, not them have uh, threatened me. So, um, so some rabbis have said that indeed that's that's not the problem. When the problem would only be in times when they're expecting. Like uh, maybe like the crusade times or something where they're expecting that if you don't answer, if you say you're a Jew you're, re- you're rejecting uh, Yashka or someone or something like that and if you say, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a notzri or something so I'm accepting you, Machashram. So so that could be the problem, but if I just say, no, I'm not a Jew, or, I'm not and, and I'm not saying what religion I'm not accepting any other religion, some rabbis have said that could be permissible even according to Shulchan Aruch, um, obviously, there could be room to be stringent on this. You know, after, after the all, that could be the simple reading of the Shogunar to say that you can't say that you're good. And um, there's a story also with the Lubavitch Rebbe that uh, when, uh, during the, you know, right around before he was escaping, apparently it was written, um, it was escaping from dangerous you know Europe as it was being uh, taken over by Nazis. So they wrote on his name, Orthodox, So apparently it was maybe to be understood as Orthodox, uh, like Greek Orthodox Church or something of that sort, and he went out of his way to make sure that it should be written in the documents, the government documents, Orthodox Judaism, like Jewish. So Certainly, as a general rule, we should always want to make it that there should be no mistake that we're Jewish. Again, I'm not even talking about any time of danger. If a person asks you a religion, should be proud to say you're Jewish or or whatever it is. We find in the dark etshuva, he brings down that uh, in the name of the Marash Dam in Sivkan Samaché, he brings down that even though it's forbidden to say you're a goy, he wants to say, what if you could write your name on a document as a goy in order that you will get more financial benefits because they would have you know, uh, certain uh, you know, prejudice against Jews. He says, maybe it would be allowed potentially because you're not saying anything. But he says, however Midas al is, is to distance from such a thing with all types of distances possible. And he's saying it's proper to uh, take it as it is. I'm a Jew and I'm you know, proud of it and I don't want to be misleading to anyone. With that said, um, there's also in the, the, another interesting darchei uh, tshuva, tzivkan samak Gimel, brings the name of the sefer chasidim, that if a Jewish person hears that someone thought that he was a guy, he needs to quickly, quickly correct them and say, "I'm a Jew." Um, with so so now you know again, if a person feels their, their life was a threat. And They're not implying that they are an idolatry. They're just not admitting they're Jewish. They're not saying uh, Assumably, there's room to be lenient Um, and and That's it and if a person uh, has the Bitochan and it's also I think uh, Assumably uh, That's a praiseworthy thing there's um The the Shulchanah continues on to say actually, it's really from the Ramah um, that if you are able to um, maybe say something which can imply two meanings, that would for sure be fine. Even though that the way the goy will understand it is you're saying you're goy, but it, but you're saying something which isn't clearly saying like, for example, uh, we, we know by Yaakov by uh, by by uh, Yaakov, when he answered to Yitzhak, he says Are you Esav he says I am. And then he pauses, Esav is your firstborn. So he didn't lie, but it could imply like I am Esav or it could imply I am who I am and Esav is your firstborn. So the Ramah brings that you could do the same thing over here. It's really based upon a Gemara in the D'orim that a Torah scholar could say that he is an Avda Danayra, a servant of the fire. Which maybe implies like an idol type of you know, serving a fire, but really what the intent is is that we serve Hashem who is called Ay, that Hashem is like a fire that it consumes so so the, and similarly we could you could say if a person says, "What's your stance on uh, you know, are you a I don't know I, I don't want to give too too many examples, but if you say you don't say clearly you're you know you're not lying and you say something a little misleading, you know are you Jewish and you just say uh, I have mercy on all people, or something, you know, like, you know, that would be definitely fine, halachically, without a question, something like that, or, or whatever. Okay, I'm going to move on, though. Um, the Shulchanuch also goes on to say, in that same Sif Beis, um, if a person wants to change the clothes they're wearing, so they shouldn't be suspected, they, they may do so. There's a difference between when they tell you, you should wear our clothes and look like one of us, that's worse. That's a problem. But if you decide not to make you know your regular you know Jewish-Jewish look, um, I don't mean like taking your beard off or anything. I just mean to say like a person is um, dressed uh, not so noticeable. So then that is allowed because they don't want to be in danger. They have the right to do so. I'm going to finish off this one with a a, a question on mezuzah. Sometimes people ask the question, um, they feel that their mezuzah is getting a lot of unwanted attention from anti-Semites or this or that, the mezuzah can get stolen, desecrated, or maybe the house could be uh, targeted, you have to understand there are certain places in the world which are much more uh, potentially anti-Semitic and the like. So, what can they do? They don't want the mezuzah to be catching unwanted attention. So, my book, I wrote, Mezuzah, Divine Protection and Blessing, on page 206, they deal with this question. I bring from the shach, the shach from Reb Sif Sikohana on the Shulchanov in chapter 289. um so I believe, Tess. So, he mentions, the shach mentions, that a person um, has a, he could put the mezuzah, not necessarily, in, oh, this non-sifkant, intense cut in gibble. He brings down, see, normally a mezuzah needs to be in, in the under, in, under your doorpost, in front of the door, let's say by the front door, right? But if you're in a place where there's potential danger from goyim or, or they could potentially harm your mezuzah, you don't want to put it in front of the door, so then put it behind the door, um, right next to the door. In other words, imagine if it was in front of your door. It's on the right side as you'd walk in. So you put it also on the right side, just behind the door in the same spot. You're not going to flip it to the other side of the door. I mean, you're not going to put it on the left side or something. No, it would also be on the right side as you walk in, preferably underneath the lintel if, you, if such a door, if the door frame has space for it. And if not, right up on the door post right behind the door that's you know it's preferably not to do that it's called behind the door and uh, the rambam seemingly doesn't allow it but there could be a in different interpretation how to learn the rambam over there and and the bottom line is the shach writes you can do it if need be and uh, for a place of danger and uh, there's some they they made also zuzes which have um, types of uh, camp they're almost like a camouflage that looks like it's a security a censor, but it's just a mezuzah and a then also or for some people who feel that they need that. And it's, an, it's hard to judge what, what is really, uh, which each person knows what's safe or not for them. The main thing is that we should all be protected. Hashem should watch over his people and as he does, as you continue to watch over and protect, we should strengthen our bitachon, our trust in Hashem and that of course will be the uh, source of all our blessings to have extra be tough and trusting in Hashem. And we should come out with a great victory and only good news from Mashiach now.